0: This is to help you heal and I'm your host Marie Monville. We are going to spend 10 minutes talking about healing. What kind of healing do you need? Is it in your mindset? Is it emotional healing? Is it spiritual healing? You know, there's a lot of healing that we all need and this is where you're going to find it every week, 10 minutes on Tuesday. I'm so glad you're spending this time with me. Welcome to the first edition of to help you heal podcast version in 2024. We are talking about goals this week and next week, we're going to talk about how we set out to achieve the things that are meaningful and purposeful to us this year. But you know, I don't want to just jump into that place of goal setting. Because I think for a lot of us, there are probably some mixed emotions we have or, you know, controversial feelings maybe that we have towards that whole aspect of goal setting. When I work with women, one of the things I hear most often is, oh, goals just don't work for me. I'm not a goal person. And I think I can look back at my life and come to those same conclusions in different seasons. But it's more about how I viewed the process versus whether or not I was actually capable of achieving the goal. Because if we're not setting ourselves up for a process that's going to keep us in this place where we feel alive and we are passionate about it, even on the hard days, even when we don't want to necessarily do the work, we know that it's meaningful. We know that this matters. And so we stay consistent and we're willing to walk through those places, you know, embrace the hard days because it deeply matters to us. And so I want to help you get to that place too, because, you know, I said last week that I think there are things we do to ourselves that make it so much harder. And, you know, maybe some of it is just our American stereotypical New Year's experience, because there's kind of this expectation that we should come through Christmas and the week between Christmas and New Year's and have had all of these wonderful moments to reflect. We should know our word for the year. We should have created our vision board. You know, we should have everything laid out in a 10-point series of, you know, what it's going to take to make this year be the thing we want it to be. And we should just jump right into New Year's Day feeling propelled by all of that, having no shadow of doubt, you know, no questioning of ourselves, but we should just be able to move forward into exactly what it is that we want. And I don't know about you, but I don't always find myself there. And for a lot of different reasons, you know, maybe you or family members were sick between Christmas and New Year's maybe things happened and you didn't get a lot of sleep. Maybe you're tired. You know, maybe there are just some struggles that you were reflecting on as you kind of closed out 2023. And it's put you in a little bit of a melancholy place where you're not quite ready to embark on the new thing. You know, maybe you just aren't there yet. And that's okay. And if that's you, you're not behind just because it's January second And you're not sure exactly what this year is supposed to be you're fine. You're right on track. You're where you need to be for you. Because the reality is that for most people, when we're doing this whole process of goal setting, setting, the wheels kind of fall off somewhere between three to six weeks. I mean, that's why there are so many cars in the gym parking lot the very first week of January. And by mid end of February, it's kind of back to normal what it was by the end of the previous year. Because we have all these great intentions, but we don't know why it matters to us. And we're not setting ourselves up for this space that feels meaningful. And so today, I want to help you think about how you want this year to feel. Because when it comes to setting goals, I think it needs to be less about our outcomes and more about what makes us feel alive how do we want to feel this year? And so what if instead of, you know, saying to yourself, what are my goals for this year? What do I want to do this year? Those are all very outcome-based questions. What if you started out by saying to yourself, how do I want to feel this year? How do you want to feel? What feels good to you? How do you want to feel about this year? Because when we, you know, focus on those goals or the outcomes, a lot of that is circumstantial. And what we know is that we can't necessarily control the circumstances of our lives. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to go after goals. I mean, as we spend time talking over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to help you put some things together for your life. But if all we're focused on is wanting specific outcomes, if our circumstances don't line up that way or they don't line up in the time period we thought they were supposed to, we can become really disappointed, you know, and we can kind of get ourselves in this place that's along the lines of our negative self-talk running the show saying, well, this always happens to me. I don't even know why I bothered to try. You know, it's just more of the same old thing. How many times have we said that to ourselves? Because our, our circumstances aren't what we wanted. But what if we didn't do that to ourselves this year? What, after, what if we went after our goals, not just based on the outcome, but how we want to feel, knowing that we want to feel vibrantly alive, that we want to feel you know, creative and purposeful and impactful, inspired, all of those things that keep us deeply connected to our purpose. What if we set up a year that helped us feel more of that? That's what I did for myself last year. And so when I came down the home stretch of 2023, I could look back and say, yeah, there were a lot of circumstances that didn't go the way I wanted, but gosh, I loved this year. 2023 is one of my favorites. And it's not because of the circumstances. I mean, there were a lot of really wonderful moments that happened. I mean, I published, self published my second book to help you heal. I had, you know, the incredible opportunity to work with over 15 different organizations to help them strengthen their approach to understanding the people that make up their teams and worked with women one-on-one and in a group setting through my programs. I got to speak in some really incredible locations, you know, throughout the year. It, It was a great year, but there were also circumstances that were really hard for me. You know, a lot of a lot of places where things didn't materialize the way I thought, you know, a lot of places that I had to struggle with and wrestle with and push through. And so, you know, when I was embarking on 2023, I thought, I don't want to just feel like my success for the year or feeling good about my year comes down to outcomes, because I know that not everything is going to be the outcome that I want. I want to create a year that makes me feel vibrantly alive. And that happened. And I felt more alive in 2023 than I've probably ever felt in my life. And, you know, when I think about that, that slogan or that saying the best is yet to come, I think every year holds this possibility that the best is yet to come because we get to lean into more of who we are and discover these things about who God created us to be and walk them out. And when we are in this place where we're doing that purposeful thing, we are vibrantly alive. And that's why I felt vibrantly alive throughout 2023. It's not because my circumstances were everything I imagined. It's because I was doing the things that felt meaningful and purposeful to me. And it was because I set out to make this year feel the way I wanted it to feel. And so I want you to be able to do that for 2024. And so I want to ask you, how do you want to feel? And sometimes, you know, when we think about that question, we also have to say to ourselves, how do I not want to feel? And so whether you are you know, able to sit down right now and kind of make yourself a list or whether you need to do this later, I'm going to ask you to take a piece of paper and draw a line down the middle and have two columns. One is the column of how you want to feel this year. And the other one is the column of how you don't want to feel. They are both equally important. And make that list. Allow yourself the space and time to just kind of, you know, resonate with that, to ponder it, to, to sit on it until you know exactly how you want to feel and how you don't want to feel. And then when you're looking at those lists, you can say, okay, what are things that are associated with either one? When I think about the way I want to feel, what are the things that make me feel like that? When I think about the way I don't want to feel, what are things that make me feel like that? Because I think in those exercises it helps us understand what are the things that we need in our year. You know, what are the things that that we want in the year ahead? What is meaningful to us? We need both parts of those. You know, we need to know how we want to feel, we need to know how we don't want to feel. It's all important. Because how we want to feel impacts our choices, it shapes our mindset, and that directs our actions. And so when we come back next week, we're going to talk about, you know, how to to decide on some goals, how to define some of those things. And we're going to be better able to do that in a way that matters when we know how we want to feel. Our choices become our mindset and our mindset becomes our actions. It's how we talk to ourselves. So here's what I want you to think through this week. How do you want to feel? How do you not want to feel? And when you come up against those little thoughts you have that say, oh, I should do this this year. I should do that. Anything that has a should attached to it, write that in a separate list on the side. Because those are the things that we often do based out of, Someone else's expectations, maybe a sense of misplaced responsibility, sometimes guilt, shoulds have a dangerous way to sabotage the whole setup. We're going to talk about that a little bit more next week. What are the things that you love to do that you could get lost in? That time just passes, you feel inspired. Sure, maybe you're tired at the end, but it's a good tired. What are those things? Think about those questions and then come back and join me next week as we take this a little bit further. You don't have to know the whole playbook for 2024 right now. You just need to spend some time answering a few questions. I'm here to help you. If you want specific targeted insight, if you need someone to come alongside of you and help you figure this out, reach out to me. I'm launching a new program in January called Ignite. We're going to ignite that spark inside of you. I'm going to help you determine what it is that you want for 2024. We're going to lay it all out together. We're going to give you the tools that you need to walk forward with purpose and clarity, owning this year and feeling so good about yourself, about the life that you're creating. You can email me marie at mariemonville.com or find more information on my website mariemonville.com. Come back here next week. Let's take this a little bit further.